Hello and welcome to Media MD, your weekly dose of media that you have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And uh, Elliot, I've forgotten to bring something this week, so I guess that means it's your turn. Oh, good thing I am ready. All right, what do you got? <laughs> uh, so this week I'm bringing you the the sort of the whole book series, but especially the first one, um, the Bobiverse books. Uh, so the mm. first one is We Are Legion, We Are This Bob. is different to the Bieberverse, right? Uh, slightly um just as good <laughs> just as good um no actually no that's not true i shouldn't say that because this is really good um <laughs> wow <whereas> slam <laughs> slam for the Bieberverse. i mean fair but yeah I, in general i can't say the same about the Bieberverse. it has its moments but anyway let's talk about the Bobiverse. um yeah. so yeah so this is a series of books uh about a guy called bob and he uh sets himself up to be cryogenically frozen if he dies um mm. and then he dies and he wakes up in the future <laughs> and it, so you know he sort of ends up it's a bit it starts off like Futurama um right. and then it but when he gets reanimated it turns out they didn't actually know how to cure whatever illness he had but they have figured out how to upload people into uh computers so he's been mm. put in a computer and in fact they're uh vetting him to see if he's suitable as being the first consciousness to be put into a von Neumann probe, which is a sci-fi thing. I don't know if, if normal people are familiar with. Um, it's basically From how a probe. You're describing it, it sounds like uh, the what football will look like in the future. <laughs> Space satellites. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. It's so it's yeah, it's a it's a satellite. Well, a, a von Neumann probe is is a probe that you send out, but what it's designed to do is when it reaches. Um, like a new solar system, it sort of catalogs everything, sends it back to, to Earth, and then uses that the resources in that solar system to build more of itself and right. then launch itself out from there. So you sort of, you know, quickly scan as much space as you can and, and sort of colonize everything by having self-replicating probes. Right. So basically with the ability to upload him into a computer um, they and, and have like an artificial intelligence that can cope with all the crazy stuff that might happen in space, they're finally ready to start von Neumann probes and they're trying to figure out if he's a suitable artificial intelligence. Right. Um, okay. And I mean, obviously based on the fact that the title is called We Are Legion, We Are Bob, I, I don't think it's spoilers to say that he's at least moderately successful. <laughs> um in that endeavor um and so he builds legions of bob probes. well yeah basically so so the premise is is um yeah bob goes out into space catalogs space and then makes more bobs and they also go out into space and um the books are you know at least initially from the perspective of the original bob um bob prime yeah. yeah and then they and then it sort of adds all the other bobs uh well not all of them but many of the other bobs as other character uh, other point of view characters and it flicks between <laughs> them and um but yeah. presumably it's not just them all going off into space by themselves and then briefly having interactions with their clones and then sending <laughs> off another <laughs> another bob no because as they sort of branch out into space uh lots of different things end up happening and, and i mean that's mm. one of the things this book does quite well is balance a lot of different well, very different storylines like some are sort of fun and lighthearted, and other ones are, are quite like a lot more serious and dark and there's this real sort of balancing act that the book does between all those um that it does pretty well uh, one of the reasons you like it is the this kind of tonal uh meld i think it sounds like a very good a, a very fascinating like <laughs> science fiction concept like very high concept stuff 
Um, yeah, well, one of the things I was really surprised about, and and in fact, one of the reasons I, I really decided to bring this here was um, because I, I think going into this, based on like the funny name, like you know, he's called Bob, and 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 the yeah, title's sure. obviously obviously pretty funny. So you you kind of expect, I, I guess, I was expecting a Terry Pratchett or a Hitchhiker's Guide sort of mm. funny, funny, lighthearted book. Mm. Um, and, and it is funny, and, and it is quite lighthearted for bits but then it's also really intense and serious for a lot of it it's like it kind of gets to have its like cut uh, have its cake and eat it too like it mm. um you know normally i'm always sort of bitching about how some sci-fi is too serious and other is too too sort of silly like this book really somehow did both and that was really surprising to me because i was not expecting any of the sort of serious aside to it um, right so it rides the line well yeah, it, it does. It, it it does a great job of doing both, basically, and and that was why I thought it was really good to bring here because it, it's it's a fun story that also actually has like emotional targets that it hits. Mm. After a certain point, are all the characters just bobs? Um, no. Like the 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 <laughs> book maintains a good balance of having other like people. Um, all the point of view characters are bobs, like. It's always from a Bob's point of view, but you know, there's Bob's interacting with different groups of people. Um, Oh, right. They might interact with other like cultures and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's not get too into it. (laughs) What, what Bob finds out there in, in the endless expanse of space. He he finds some other life because I think it'd be a pretty boring series if there was no (laughs) other life. Yeah. I Um, I gathered that much. I, there, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> I think there's always so much you could do there. Um, what is it about a guy from, I mean, when's he originally from? Like the well, 20th so he, century? The 21st century. They, these books these books came out, or well, the first one came out in like 2016. And, uh, oh, right. It, it's sort of, it's from around recent. that time. Like uh, the, the sure. first scene is from Bob's perspective before he dies. And he's at like mm. a science fiction convention in Vegas. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and you know and I, I mean that's one of the other things i think the book i i don't know how much this has really colored my love of the book but he mm. it, it, you know it's very well targeted to fans of science fiction like bob is an engineer who's really into sci-fi and and like right does he does he make analogies to things that he finds based on oh, yeah. contemporary pop culture references? there's there's lots of there's lots of sci-fi references and i'd be lying right. if i said i understood most of them um, oh bush uh, like a lot of them are very Star Trek specific, and and as someone yeah. who's never seen any Star Trek except for the the reboot movies, um, the be- I, the best Star Trek media from <laughs> what I've heard. <laughs> um, yeah, I so I definitely didn't get all of the all of the Star Trek mm. ones, but there's a lot of pretty generic sci-fi ones that I think that I think most people would get. Um, right, but we we got off of it for a tangent. But what I was trying to what I was trying to get at was what what like makes him suitable to be an artificial intelligence if he's just shot some guy from 2016. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So he's he's a, he was a software engineer. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so they based... don't have those in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that that's sort of a, a thing the book goes into as to why they picked a, an already frozen software engineer as as opposed mm. to a modern one. Um, that is that is sort of addressed in the book, but uh. I mean, from a more meta perspective, it's obviously because you want to have a character who's from our time because it makes right. the book a lot you more You want relatable. the audience surrogate who's yeah. kind of adapting to to the future. Yeah, exactly. But um, mm. I mean, yeah, I guess I, I, I was, you know, sort of talking about Bob for a lot because there's, when you're going to have a whole book series based solely around 
where, where like ninety percent of the main characters are the one character. Uh, oh, one like, guy. <laughs> he he obviously he has to stack up. How different are the clones? Are they like? Do they have personality differences, or it's ju- it's like proper clone clones? No, no. There's there's personality differences, and there's sort of a a couple of different reasons for that. Like obviously the books take place over a fairly long period of time, so there's like divergence mm. for starters. Um, right. But no, there's there's differences between the bobs because because you're right. Again, but- that would be that would be pretty boring i think after a while if they all just agreed on everything all the time so there's like divergent evolution of consciousnesses of bobs yeah yeah man that that actually does sound kind of interesting (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well i think one thing i was surprised about uh uh, uh, apart from just like the seriousness and and quality of this book was um i did kind of assume that if it was going to have sort of a thematic core it was going to be the whole sort of you know if i'm copying myself what does that mean about me? Like, you know, very right. orf- orphan black, like the human soul. Yeah. All of that. Sort what of is stuff. consciousness? What is a person? Yeah. Um, and is so a person so... shaped by birth or by events around them? You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. Nature versus nurture, all that. And um, mm. I was surprised with how not a focus that is in the books. Like it, mm. it comes up obviously, cause it'd be weird if it didn't come up at all. Um, but I, I'd say like the, the, the core sort of thing that this book talks about is like, you know, what does it mean to be human? Like that sort of sci-fi bread and butter. Mm. Um, like there, there's a lot more focus on what does it mean about him being a human if he's now a computer and, and if he's when, not a human. <laughs> yeah. And you know, when, when they meet some aliens, it's like, well, what does this aspect of this alien race say about like humanity and and it's a it's much more about talking about humanity in general rather than on a more individual level so so i quite enjoyed that um as a a theme because it was just a little bit a little a bigger step um than just dealing with the most obvious sort of fodder it is a great concept because as you explain it to me my mind is already like thinking of all these great possibilities that i don't know if they're in the book or not but like would be so fascinating to explore as concepts in in this situation like if if everyone you know is just a clone of yourself what do friendships look like what do romantic relationships look like <laughs> yeah no those those all come up um actually like yeah that's one of the things the books get uh, the books get to do because there's you know a few of them and and they're spread out like you know the, i think the first three books take place over just over 100 years or something um mm. so it's um oh that's a long timeline okay y- yeah um and, and so you know like it gets to explore a lot of different plots within that cuz not only can it just like if it, it's very clear if the author has sort of like a new plot line he's usually got mm. like 30 bobs that he's launched off into space that he can just pick one and say well that one's doing <laughs> just, this story well, okay like here's now. a plot okay <laughs> how many how many books in are we so there's three, um, and they sort of, they sort of form a trilogy. Like sort of by the end of the third one, most of the the sort of big plot lines have really sort of rounded rounded out. Mm. Um, but he has said he's written a for he's writing a fourth um, to come out soon, and and he'll probably do more. Um, the the author Dennis E Taylor. This this is the series that's really sort of put him on the map. And I think when he was writing the first two, maybe even the third one, he was just writing part time and working part time. Right. And it's only in the last six months or so i think that he's actually switched to being a full-time writer so good on him it's always good to um, hear of somebody making it yeah getting their dream yeah exactly so i think I mean, he's hopefully it's his dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh well according to his blog he he's excited about it but his wife is is less so um 
but uh but yeah he's so uh, i think he he's clone himself get a new <laughs> yeah. get a new spouse um yeah so he's i think he's redoing his original book that was before the boba series because it, it right. didn't really do that well and he thinks now that he's got more writing experience he can improve it so i think yeah. he's doing that and then he's coming back to the boba for a bit um, interesting but but yeah um i mean yeah i i'd say so i think before before you go in there's this sort of one mm. thing i do want to warn you about because it Uh kind of bothered me which is just don't there's a there's a there's a tendency at least i had at the start to try and follow the timeline and (laughs) more importantly like all of the the space time stuff very closely just just give up before you hurt yourself because what sort of happens is the the story isn't necessarily told chronologically like it is within a certain bob but like he might be with one bob in the year you know 3272 and then he'll cut to another mm. bob like 10 years earlier but because of like light speed delay their their communications are all sort of off and whatever so it's like it, the timeline becomes very difficult to follow and yeah and, and presumably it doesn't matter that if you follow it or not you're just not, really following the plots of the different bob colonies yeah exactly and, and you know they'll they'll intermingle or whatever like and when they start to communicate and stuff it you can all you can just sort of trust it lines up i think at first i was trying to like make sure i understood exactly where every bob was at every time and it was about towards mm-hmm. the end of the first book where i was like what am i doing like this is just yeah. causing me pain um and but but the hardest part of that is the the bobs don't have a tendency to rename the star systems so the, the book and the bobs refer to them by their like the you know, these are all real star systems like obviously the authors invented. oh no so they just got like zxp342 or whatever well it's not quite that bad but yeah it's like like uh one bob is based in delta aridony and the other one's based in epsilon aridony and there's another one based <laughs> in like omicron squared aridony and right. i i think like overall you do fine but i definitely had moments even in the second or third book where one bob would reference the bobs over in you know delta yeah. ridney and i'm like wait is that is that this bob or and they're the other bob? the same fucking names <laughs> yeah. so you really can't <laughs> um oh, so that, so that, that was probably the the thing that sort of bothered me the most as i got started yeah. was um trying to trying to keep up with everyone but i think if you trying just to give break up through and, the whole who's on first nature of it yeah so just um just sort of enjoy each each story on its own as it cuts between them and don't worry about how the timeline's <laughs> lining up because they do and like sure Fans have made timeline things that you can look at that don't help because they're so confusing. Um, right. So <laughs> do you get the sense that, what was his name? Dennis something. Dennis E. Taylor. Right. That he just didn't really give a shit about it. <laughs> no, no. Because, uh, well, in fact, the original sort of timeline image is from him. And I think because he, oh. he, was, he was an engineer before being an author, so he... It's all sort of in his head and, like, he, right. he, has, he, he, he has in his personal notes. He out the details. Yeah, he has in his personal yeah. notes how it all lines up. It's more just um, trying to follow it as you're reading is is a bit much. And when you try to look it up to see the timeline, there's spoilers in the timeline because I spoiled one thing for myself. <laughs> uh, can't win. Um, okay, well, I'm sold. I, I can't wait to dive into some of these weird socio-political uh, or like social impacts of everyone that you know being a clone of yourself. Sounds fascinating. Yeah, yeah. There's a um, lot of there's a lot of really interesting directions this book gets to take because because there's so many of the main character. Um, yeah, and it's funny how you'd think just having it all being one character would limit it, and and instead it kind of actually lets the author explore lots of different mm. things because it's all from a very 
or at least a very similar people's perspective. It it sounds like it will get very deep on like a study of this character, and you really get to explore his flaws and his strengths. And I mean, I don't know, but this, this yeah. is what it would sound like to me. No, you, you kind of do, and I mean, because obviously, like Bob has to be interesting. I, I I've already sort of yeah. touched on this, but like if Bob wasn't interesting, the, the whole series would fall flat because yeah, sure, he he is the because he's the character. <laughs> like, um, um, so I, yeah, I don't know, cool. I because I, I could see not everyone liking him as much as I do. I found him very agreeable personally. I think like because he, he has a lot of opinions on things, and I think I agreed with him on almost all of them. Mm. So I don't know how much that has coloured how much i got into this series like maybe if you're someone who has a very different moral code to to me and yeah. bob um you'd be more off put <laughs> elliot he's just a bob clone here trying to spread yeah. the good word <laughs> this whole podcast was part of my long-term plan um your long-term computer. replication plan um cool yeah well i'm keen to read it um yeah i will read it and then we will be back in two weeks to talk about it and i'll let you know what i thought and i'll let you the audience know what i thought i suppose yeah, and let us know too, audience. Yeah, actually, audience, if you want to let us know what you think of the show, you can uh, check out our, our discussion threads. There will be the discussion thread for this very book linked in the show notes just down below. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook if you want to interact with the show. You could also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, which would be a great help to us. Um, our website, which is mediamdpodcast.com, has links to do all of those things I just mentioned, as well as links to discussion threads, uh, what else is on there? Little fun games. Um, you can help clean clean up the oceans by dragging trash into little trash cans. Um, and it also contains all the previous clues for the Media MD ARG. You can help us figure out just who is Dr. MD and why is his zones so full of clones. Elliot, why don't you tell the listeners this week's clue? Ah, uh, bone. Bone. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>